Welcome to Creative Expression, a podcast production program of the Mississippi School of the Arts. Using this digital platform, we empower artists to tell stories and change lives. More information about Creative Expression and past episodes can be found on our website at podcast.msabrookhaven.org. Congratulations to the class of 2020. During these uncertain times, you've persevered through an international health crisis. And although the conclusion of your senior year was nowhere near expected, we're proud of you. And look forward to the great things that lie ahead. Don't forget, we'll always be here cheering for you. Mississippi School of the Arts honors the 2020 Alumni Hall of Fame, followed by a virtual graduation commencement ceremony produced by class of 2018 Media Arts Film students, Thomas Hart and Clinton Hart. The 2020 MSA Alumni Hall of Fame is awarded to Juwan Hobson, a 2012 vocal music graduate of Mississippi School of the Arts and was valedictorian of his class. Jawan earned a Bachelor of Business Administration in Arts and Entertainment Management from Pace University. Jawan currently lives in New York City and works at Black Entertainment Television, or BET. And now let's hear a message from Jawan. Hello, Jawan here. I'm a graduate of the 2012 class of the Mississippi School of the Arts and just found out that I'm also the recipient of the 2020 Hall of Fame Alumni Award. So I wanna say thank you to those who voted. I appreciate you, thank you. I mean, to get this honor from MSA, a school that I attribute to having such a huge impact on my artistry, my personhood, um, from the leadership, Mrs. Hirsch, to the teachers, Mr. Patton, Mrs. Tammy, the counselors, those who oversaw us in the Student Life Center. Like the list just goes on and on. All those people had a hand in shaping me into the person that I am today. And I say thank you, my deepest gratitude to you. It's really exciting to see that MSA is still thriving after so many years. It was probably around this time 10 years ago that I got my acceptance letter. So to be here like a decade later, it's really exciting um, and heartwarming. And to be receiving this honor is like, cherry on top. So I want to say thank you and uh, well wishes and I hope you all are staying safe during this really strange and trying time. Thank you. Peace. Thanks, Joanne, and congratulations. In episode 12 of this Creative Expression podcast series, our collaborative accompanist, Ms. Cindy Hunter, will lead us in the processional, followed by Ms. Deborah Henderson with the traditional ringing of the bell. Ms. Suzanne Hirsch will follow and lead the ceremony. We'll hear from salutatorian Jonathan Blake Sauls, a visual arts major, valedictorian Jessica Ramsey-Luke, a vocal music major, A congratulatory message from Dr. Nathan Oakley, the Chief Academic Officer at the Mississippi Department of Education, and an encouraging commencement address by Class of 2006 vocal graduate Ezekiel McCall. We'll end the ceremony with the singing of the alma mater by Class of 2019 and 2020 members of the award-winning MSA Chorale.
Thank you to our friends and family who are celebrating commencement with this extraordinary group of students today. We appreciate all of our parents, friends, staff, and community leaders who have been a part of this important milestone in our seniors' lives. Today marks the end of one small part of your journey in this life. As MSA celebrates our commencement, it is time for us to say thank you for giving us the opportunity to imagine, create, and realize together. Once again, we are passing the light of education to you. Webster's Dictionary defines light in many ways. One of them says light is something that makes vision possible. And to me, education makes vision possible as well. Class of 2020, you are expected to move forward with vision. It is my hope we have given you something to make your vision possible. I ask that our valedictorian, Jessica Ramsey Luke, light the candle of knowledge for the class of 2020. Our salutatorian, Jonathan Blake Sauls, and our valedictorian, will light the large single candle to represent a decade and a small pillar candle for each additional year of graduating classes in MSA's history. Please welcome our salutatorian, Jonathan Blake Sauls, followed by our valedictorian, Jessica Ramsey Luke. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm thankful I could be here today to congratulate the class of 2020 for this inspiring achievement. Without the support of my friends, family, and the staff members, I would not be here today. Although this moment marks the end of our time at MSA, it is only the beginning of a new chapter in our lives. Some may attend the college of their dreams, while others may want to take a year off. Everyone's path is a little bit different, but as long as we keep moving forward, the path will lead to a bright future. My peers have proven time and time again just how creative and hardworking they can be. And I have no doubt about their endless potential. This two-year experience at MSA has truly opened my eyes to the thriving artistic community on this campus. Thanks to this wonderful opportunity, we've grown both as artists and as people. However, life as an MSA student was not always easy, as we had to learn to live with new people manage our time wisely, and walk up endless flights of stairs that when the elevator was surely going to take forever to get back to the lobby. I believe these struggles have ultimately made us stronger as people and more prepared for our next steps in life. So despite these hardships, I'm thankful for my time here and I will miss MSA. It's been a life-changing experience to find this environment where artists are welcome to share their dreams and pursue their passions. As exciting as this day is, it's unfortunate everyone could not be here today. I'm sure no one expected to graduate like this, but it's a reminder that life, life can be wildly unpredictable. Even in the midst of this troubling global outbreak, we must push forward. We may not be here in person, but we'll stay united in spirit. I hope everyone will stay safe, exercise their best judgment, and continue to pursue their dreams. Congratulations and thank you to the class of 2020. Hello everyone. I would first like to thank you all for tuning into this ceremony. I would also like to thank both Ms. Hirsch and Ms. Henderson for making this possible. During a time when they could have easily shrugged us off, they're here spending countless hours making sure we get this once in a lifetime experience. 
I hope you both know how grateful we are. I'm also so grateful to have here with me my closest family to watch me close out my high school career. So to begin, I'd like to share with you a story from the beginning, the beginning of me, that is. Two weeks after I was born, I became deathly sick. I spent three months in the hospital. Those people in the audience, my closest family, had to watch me go through countless procedures. The doctors warned them that I would be a bit behind on the learning curve. But instead of taking that as definite, my mom decided that she was gonna take matters into her own hands. So she read to me every chance that she got. But she didn't stop there. She worked so hard that I was reading two grade levels ahead and writing my own name before kindergarten. So around that same time, my grandmother started introducing me to my love of music. She was teaching me songs like You Are My Sunshine and Jesus Loves Me after <laughs> a very embarrassing incident at church where I started belting the words, cuss, cuss words and all, I mind you, to redneck woman in front of the preacher. <laughs> I don't think I would have grown my love of music if it hadn't been for both of my grandparents. And a few years later, when I began to watch Hannah Montana religiously, I decided that I was going to be a pop star. And while my mama and papa both egged it on, my parents were very skeptical. But by the time sixth grade came, my love of singing had grown too much to just shrug it off anymore. So my mom helped me find a voice coach who worked with me for four years. She helped me per perfect my technique and got my confidence up to where I was finally confident enough to audition for the Mississippi School of the Arts. And while I've loved growing my art form here and I've learned that singing will always be a part of my life, I've also found something that is truly fascinating, business. And I can't tell you how many laughs and yeah, sures I've already gotten, but the only thing that stops you whenever people tell you things like these is that whenever you accept those beliefs as your own. As one of my favorite authors once said, Napoleon Hill said, no one is ever defeated until defeat has been accepted as reality. On the other hand, it does help to have a strong support system there. And in a time like these, when almost everything seems impossible, I want you to look and see how far you've come, MSA and beyond. These people who helped us deserve a celebration as well, if not more, because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be walking across these, this stage in our caps and gowns. So here's to the parents that sent a note in your lunchbox for 13 years, even when you were embarrassed. And here's to the grandparents who bought you Play-Doh, even when mom said no Play-Doh, just because you had a bad day at school and their grandbaby wanted some Play-Doh. And here's to the teachers who pulled you after class to check in on you, simply because they care about you as a person more than a score on paper. And last, but certainly not least, here's to us, the Mississippi School of the Arts class of 2020. Though our stories may be different, we all shared one chapter that may have canceled showcases and early goodbyes, but it ends in a cap and gown, and it's beautiful despite the missing pages. Thank you. Now I would like to welcome Dr. Nathan Oakley. He's the Chief Academic Officer for the Mississippi Department of Education and he is the liaison for the Mississippi School of the Arts and the State Board of Education. Hello, MSA graduates of the class of 2020. 
On behalf of the Mississippi Department of Education, I want to extend a well-deserved congratulations and wish you all the best as you pursue further educational and career opportunities after high school. I wish that we could be together in person to celebrate with you and to watch each of you walk across the stage to receive the diploma that you have worked so tirelessly to complete, but that simply cannot be. The state, the nation, and the world are in the midst of highly unusual circumstances as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic and you are a singular class of students in the center of these unique times. I hope that in time, you will be able to see how the challenges and adversity experienced at the end of your senior year of high school will prepare you for bigger challenges that you are sure to face educationally, vocationally, and relationally. Wherever life takes you, I trust that you will continue to develop your artistic skills, and I hope that you will consider making Mississippi your home for years to come. There are many opportunities in our state, and we need individuals with your commitment and drive and skills for Mississippi to thrive. Congratulations again to you, the senior class of 2020. Our commencement speaker today is Ezekiel Andrew McCall. He's an MSA alum from 2005. He's a baritone and was born here in Mississippi. He's delighted audiences across genres with roles such as Professor Barr from Little Women, Slim from Oklahoma, the King of Siam, The King and I, Dr. Craven, The Secret Garden, and King Triton from The Little Mermaid, as well as operatic roles from The Magic Flute and Figaro and West Side Story. He recently made his opera debut in the role of Escamilla in Bizet's Carmen with the Mississippi Opera Young Artists Program, as well as his Utah Festival Opera and Musical Theater debut in the roles of Cole House Walker Jr. in Flaherty's Ragtime and Jake in Gershwin's Porgy and Bess. Upcoming performances include the role of Kerchak in Disney's Tarzan in Lubbock, Texas, the title role of Rigoletto in Verdi's Rigoletto with the Mississippi Opera Young Artist Program and the University of Southern Mississippi and the Natchez Music Festival. He will return to the Utah Festival Opera and Musical Theater in the title role of Quasimodo in Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame, as well as the Pirate King in Gilbert and Sullivan's The Pirates of Penzance. Ezekiel attended Mississippi College for his undergraduate studies and Cincinnati Conservatory of Music, as well as the University of Southern Mississippi for his postgraduate studies. We were fortunate to welcome Ezekiel back to MSA for a residency in February, where he taught our students for the week, as well as performed for our community. Greetings, and a most hearty congratulations to this year's graduating class of the Mississippi School of the Arts, the class of 2020. I applaud you, I salute you, and from my heart to yours, I am so very proud of you. Congratulations. It gives me great pleasure to stand before you as a former student, the class of 2006, and present today's commencement address. This year's graduating class consists of 51 students. 51 students from all over the state who have successfully completed the requirements rendered for graduation across six disciplines. Vocal arts, literary arts, media, theater, dance, and visual arts. You began this journey in the fall of 2018 as juniors, committing yourself for 10 months out of each year for a total of 20 months for the unique opportunity to come to this place to imagine, to create, to realize. Now I dare say, graduating from high school 
is one of life's many milestones and road markers you will encounter in your lifetime. And graduating from MSA, I hope, will serve as an effective launch pad into the next chapters of your life. The next chapters of your life. What does that mean? I'd like to share with you a passage my mom once gave me that sticks with me even to this day. That passage is Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Bear with me as I read. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing social distances. Social distancing. <clears throat> a time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. I think we can all agree that that looks a little uncertain right now. I pray that my words will serve to uplift and encourage you. COVID-19. COVID-19 has forced us as a school, a state, a nation, a world, the human race. COVID-19 has forced us to adapt in ways that we could never have imagined. Extenuating circumstances has forced you to dig deep to work hard, to persevere, and to bind together through the feelings of loneliness and isolation. This is no small feat. You have risen to that challenge, and now the world is waiting to meet you. What does that mean? In 2005, I was a senior here at the Mississippi School of the Arts. And that year, we were struck with the Hurricane Katrina. There was disarray, there was confusion, there was fear and damage all around. But I can, I can distinctly remember saying I wouldn't give up, I wouldn't turn in. I didn't know what the next weeks would look like, but we didn't give up. I remember MSA dismissed us for two whole weeks with no homework. You guys didn't get that opportunity. You got two whole months with all of the homework. My condolences to you and your hands and your fingers and your eyes for staring at those screens all day long. But I stand here now telling you that there is light at the end of this tunnel and you will make it through. I'd like to speak to you briefly today about journeys and what awaits you as you leave MSA. Journeys. As I tried to think of what I would say to you all today, I wrote a lot of notes down. And even now I'm sitting, I'm standing in front of you with notes in front of me and I don't want to read any of them. <laughs> uh, these are messed up times for us and like you, I'm afraid. 
I don't know what the future holds for my career and my life. And still within me, I have a fire that's burning to see past this, to move past this, to get through this. And although I can't sit in here and see all of your beautiful faces with your cap and gowns on, with so much hope, I'm with you and you are not alone. Journeys, this life is gonna take you on a great many of them. And my only hope is that you're prepared. And I think COVID-19 is a great test run as you leave the institution going into what will be the rest of your lives. As I sat to think about what journeys would mean as I addressed you today, I thought about the signs you see on a road and what those signs mean, how they are there to help you, how they are there to guide you, how they are there to lead you, to inform you so that you don't make dumb mistakes. And to those of you who have your driver's license, new drivers out there, I think you need to listen up because this may be important to you. And those of you who have yet to take your driver's test, listen up, this could be of use. When you're driving on a highway, you're in charge of a vehicle. And in my life, I view that vehicle as myself. I'm responsible for me and everything that I commit myself to do. It's important to pay attention to the signs as you're driving on this highway of life, in a sense. This journey that you go on is gonna have signs up everywhere. Stop sign, what does that mean? Come on. Yes, I hear all of you, it means stop. Yellow sign, yellow light, what does that mean? Yield, yes, good, you're two for two so far. Red light, green light, what does the green light mean? Go, go, go. I'm, I'm getting happier up here right now. You have been given a green light to go about the rest of your lives and it's supposed to be the most exciting time of your life and after COVID is over, I promise you things will pick back up. Speaking of signs, there'll come time in your life where you'll come by places that will influence you to do the wrong things. Drugs, partying, drinking, irresponsibilities. Pass those signs. I guarantee you they, those are detours that you don't want to be a part of. There are going to be times on this journey where you're going to need help. Pull over, stop, ask for help. You have so many people here and beyond, your family, your friends, that love you, that believe in you, that support you. When you're tired, when you need a rest, when you don't know which way to go, just pull over, ask for some help. I also implore you, as you're on this journey, be kind to one another. There are going to be times where you're going to come past people who need your help. You're going to come past people who need a word of encouragement. You're going to come past people who need kindness, compassion, empathy. Don't pass them up because guess what? There'll be a time for you where you need that sign, that same kindness, that same love, that same compassion. Show it to others and I guarantee it's going to come back to you. 
As I bring my address to a close and still speaking about journeys, there's some good news. It only ends when you're dead. <laughs> Think of all the places you can go. Think of all the experiences you can have. If you don't stop, if you don't give up, if you pay attention, life has many rewards for you. I have three words that I try to live by in my life, and at times they present a challenge for me, but I push through, and these words guide me. The first one, forgive. In this life, you're going to come across people who may rustle your feathers as they challenge you to be the best you that you can be. They may not march to the same beat that you march to. They may not worship the same God that you worship. They may not feel the same way, may not be the same political affiliation. They may make you upset. They may anger you. They may offend you. Forgive. A grudge only holds back the person who's holding the grudge. Learn to forgive. And I guarantee you, the lightness of that event will be something you'll want to carry throughout the rest of your life that will serve you. The next thing on our list, love. What is this life without love? Now, you would think I would be talking about the love of a mother, a father, a sister, brother, auntie, uncle, boyfriend, girlfriend. Those are all very important. But the love I'm talking about is one of self-responsibility. Love yourself. When you came into this world, you were given something very unique. Your name and a unique set of fingerprints that belong to you and only you. Love yourself. I guarantee you there's no one on this earth capable of loving you more than you can love you. Love yourself and watch the freedom of your life just open up because at the end of the day, it's just you. When you close your eyes for the last time, it won't be your mom holding your hand, it won't be your dad, it won't be a significant other, it's you. Let the gravity of that sink in. Love yourself. The last thing on my list, live. You've been given a great opportunity to step out into the world with much life, with much joy. I encourage you to take that opportunity and live. And as I said earlier, COVID-19 won't be forever. And when it is over, be ready to live. Be ready to soak it up. You don't have to sit in class for a long time now. And I know you probably want to be back in class right now. <laughs> But get ready to live because the rest of your lives are open for the taking for you. As I bring my address to a close, I'm reminded of the teachers, some of who are still here today, who invested in me 17 years ago and are still investing in those of you today. I thank those teachers, those faculty members, uh, the people who work in the SLC for taking the time to look after you, 
and prepare you for what the world will, will throw at you when you leave here. I encourage you to send those teachers, those people in the SLC, the faculty here, send them messages. If it's nothing but thank you, send it to them. I'm sure they all could use it right now. As I bring my address to a close, I just want to end it simply with the last words of our alma mater. These are dark times right now, but I think our school got it right when we named our school and adopted our school mascot, the Phoenix. The last words of our alma mater says, like the magic feathered Phoenix, now we rise, now we fly, now we shine. To you, the graduating class of the Mississippi School of the Arts, once again, I salute you, I congratulate you, and by God, with all my heart, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, Ezekiel. We are so proud to have our school represented by this distinguished group of graduates today. Each year I hear words spoken by our students about what their experience at MSA has been for them. The ups and downs and always end with a nostalgic look back on their growth, not only as artists, but as individuals. You've heard reflections from a valedictorian and salutatorian that mirror what so many of you have said over the years. And as the years go by, when you all leave, you will rec recognize and realize the lessons learned, the responsibility shared and the relationships established that all impact us in some way. For good or for bad, we are changed by our experiences. And just maybe, MSA will be one of those that changes you for the better. I hope you all made friends that will last a lifetime, regardless of what ends of the earth you may travel. I know that the staff here at MSA are all better for knowing you. As you walk out into the world and make choices for life, it is important to know that MSA will continue to watch you grow up on your own and hope that what you have learned here will serve you well. In continuing our tradition of excellence, 100% of our seniors today are graduating. 78% of our graduates are graduating with honors or highest honors. As I stand here, I realize just how unusual it is today. I cannot hug you or your families. This is a moment that lands in history books. It's a time that we can only think we will learn about in our social studies classes. Never would we think that the spring of 2020 would we be faced with what's going on around you. It's taken a while for me to think of what to say to all of you. I'm not sure I could ever put into words what my heart feels. While I know that our recognition of your accomplishments pales in comparison to what you deserve, I do feel that way every year. You, the students of MSA, make a huge impact on the world and the work. You show perseverance, character, intelligence, and passion in everything you attempt. I'm in awe of you. You all know your minds. You stand up for each other. You laugh and you cry with such passion. We will always think of our 2020 seniors who didn't get the chance to celebrate with their peers, those we couldn't hug properly or say goodbye when they left the campus for the last time. But rest assured, you will be remembered for more than that. You will be remembered for the constant creation of award-winning work. You may also remember work that wasn't so great, but it taught you more about art than you could have ever imagined. But that's the point. Life's full of ups and downs, strengths, weaknesses, some moments are higher or lower than others, and sometimes more than you can have even imagined. 
The class of 2020 may be remembered for reasons that are beyond your control, but you will be remembered for making this campus better. Each of you brings something so unique and special to this world. Don't focus more on what COVID-19 took from you than the accomplishments that gave to you. While your commencement may be different than you imagined it would be when you started this educational journey, it does not define you. The light inside of you does. I assure you that we here at MSA know that you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. So set your mind to do good. You are strong, MSA strong. Before we get to why you are all here, I wish to share the words of Gandhi. Be the change you wish to see in the world. I am so very proud of each of you for the growth I've witnessed. Remember to always leave anywhere you go better than the way you found it. The Mississippi School of the Arts is fortunate to have an alma mater written especially for us. The founder of our literary arts program, Dr. Jean Lebo, wrote the lyrics, and Patton Rice, our vocal music teacher, composed the music. Please sing along with us. Oh. 